Have you ever felt like the work you were supposed to love is instead sucking your soul and you aren't making the impact you always dreamed of making? If so, you aren't alone. From broke and underemployed to six figures plus, powered only by daydreams and grit, I realized I was burning out and my values of freedom, purpose, and making an impact were taking the backseat to my wallet. I realized that I needed to build my own field guide to awesome from the inside out. So I gave it all up and I traveled the world to rediscover what was most important to me and create a business that filled my pockets, filled my soul, and allowed me to multiply my impact. But the question is, how will I do it? Join me on my journey and find out as we build our community of experts and share the secrets of success from the inside out. My name is Trina Sarekia, and this is the Field Guide to Awesome. Well, welcome back to the Field Guide to Awesome, folks. In my last episode, I spoke with Elaine Terso. Elaine Terso, also known as Elaine the Brain, has been a creative, self-made, problem-solving entrepreneur since 2001. As a business consultant and launch strategist for the InSource IT marketing agency, Elaine enjoys supporting other entrepreneurs with their businesses and getting shit done for them so they can focus on their zone of genius. Elaine and I talk about the ruby slippers effect and the mindset shift that makes sales easier. If you missed it, make sure to go back and check it out. But don't go yet, folks. My next guest is Claire Sweet. Claire Sweet is an award-winning financial advisor and money coach and an international best-selling author who has a thriving business and is regularly asked to speak on BBC Radio Kent as an expert in her field. She is a popular keynote speaker, and it is her mission to encourage women to build the dream life they really want by creating a plan and taking action on it. Join me in welcoming Claire Sweet. Hi, Claire. Thank you so much for joining me today. I am so excited to talk with you on the Field Guide to Awesome. I introduced you before we got started. Tell us a little bit more about why you do what you do. Okay, so yeah, I'm really pleased to be here and chat. It's just amazing to be online with you at the moment. And I suppose I got into helping people organize their money because I had problems back in my past with money, mm. where it's one of those things that we don't really talk about money, which means that when things go wrong, we don't necessarily ask for help because we're embarrassed or we don't want to share a story. So we sort of struggle on. And I suppose when I came out the back of it, I realized that I didn't want to struggle anymore. I yeah. wanted to have things in place, which I did. But also I thought, well, if I'm struggling, other people are as well. And it wasn't about not earning the money. It was just about having the money in the wrong place at the wrong time. So, you know, I had a situation where I was in my first job. I'd finished college. I was in a new town. And about two weeks before payday, I needed to go shopping and I didn't have any money in my account. Now, in the mm. UK, we get paid monthly. I know a lot of guys in the States get paid every other week, but we get paid monthly. And it meant that there just wasn't the money there. And I didn't want to ask my family and tell them that I didn't have any money. I didn't know anybody locally I could borrow it off. So I went shopping with a supermarket coupon that was worth £2.50, so not a lot of money, and had to pull together the shopping that I needed for that week. And it made me realise that I needed to get some things in place behind the scenes so that if I had ups and downs in income, that I could manage that. And that's now what I do with businesses because business owners often find the biggest stress they have to do with money is the fact they get a different amount of money in 
every day, every week. Yeah. And it's so hard to plan. So that's what I help people do. And I absolutely love it. It's great. Oh man, it's such an important topic. So so important to talk about because it is true. When you are self-employed, you never know how much you're going to bring in. You can have a funnel created and you can think theoretically, I bring in 10, 20, 30K a month, right? But it's not guaranteed. And even with a job, it's not guaranteed, but it's like a false sense of security when you are employed for some, with somebody else. When you're self-employed, you're the one. And so to plan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So to plan is so important. So it is. And if you're a launch-based business, your income is going to come in chunks throughout the year and not necessarily consistently. And it's not then something that you can plan for because you could put all the hours in to this amazing new thing that you're selling and you think it's brilliant. And the few people you've spoken to say it's brilliant and you think you'll sell a hundred and you sell four. And then suddenly all of your numbers go completely out of the window and you don't know whether you're coming or going. So it's really important. It is, it is. And you mentioned something um, a little earlier about retirement. How Mm -hmm. is retirement different for entrepreneurs? Well, retirement's different because of the way that you earn your money, but also because I think of your expectations as to what retirement is and what it looks like. So for people who are employees and they have a job, you do the job that hopefully you like, and if not, you sort of put up with for 40 years, and then you retire and you go and do all the things that you want to do. You travel or you play with your kids or you do stuff in the garden or whatever. And I think as business owners and entrepreneurs, we want something different. We want that now. Mm. We don't want that in the future. And that's the reason that we've set our business up so that we can have a flexible lifestyle that we can work in a field that we love with the clients we want to work to. And it means that we're not going to get to 65 and hang up our boots and go and watch daytime telly. We are going to want to probably work onward into our 60s, maybe into our 70s or beyond, maybe not working quite as hard, but still seeing some clients or drawing some income from our business, which means the save, 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 put it all into a pension or a 401k so that when you retire, you can just draw this income and sit on your backside doing nothing. That's not the life that we want, which means that when we're planning for retirement, we need to allow for that. So although we look at things like pension planning, we look at where the other income is going to come from. Is it going to come Mm -hmm. from your business Are you going to have some sort of passive income? Do you want to write a book or a song or something that's going to have royalties ongoing? Do you want to get some property and have some income from that? And it means that you look at more than one thing um, so that you've got flexibility. And if you decide in 10 years time that you want to take six months off and travel the world, you've got income to fund that and do that. Because I think we're out for exploring and adventure and things a lot more than the employees are. And we want to build something that lets you do that. Yeah. And one isn't better than the other. Everybody, there's a role and a job for everyone, but I have to agree with you, Claire, because when I was 45, I took a sabbatical and I went backpacking for six months through Europe and Southeast Asia. And I did not want to wait until I was in my seventies, because now it's in the U S it's in, it's in our seventies when you get to retire, um, in my seventies, when I have 
much less energy than I have now, probably fewer friends than I have now, you know, and just and you don't know what your health will be like as you get older. Exactly. Exactly. I can plan ahead, but you know, to work and stress for decades more without taking time to fully enjoy life. I it's about the it. enjoyment and of life. Exactly. It's about the journey, which I know seems like a bit of a cliche and there's all these multicolored posts all over your social media about life mm-hmm. is the journey. And yeah, we get that, but it is true because none of us know how long we've got. We don't know how long our health will last. You know, there mm. are people who live into their 80s 90s and beyond but spend 20 or 30 years where they're not as mobile as they want and they don't have the opportunity to do the things that they would want to do so it's about building some of that in now and making sure that every month you have the opportunity to have adventures of some sort or do fun things with people that you care about and not put it all off thinking oh well yeah one day I'll retire or one day I'll do this because what if one day doesn't come you know, I know yeah. it's a bit blunt, but that's just, I think this well, last you know, 18 months has taught us that. It's blunt, but I think it's also very realistic. And you see too many stories. In fact, I saw actually a couple this week on social media about how somebody's parent worked for decades and they were hard workers and committed to their job and they retired. And within a couple of months, they die. And because their bodies are not used to do like, what do I do without all this stress? What do I do now that I don't have a purpose? And that's one of the things that one of the aspects that I work on in my coaching is how do you build in purpose into your life so that when you retire, when you have a chance to enjoy your success, you actually get to enjoy it. And you don't look around and say, oh, wait, now I need to build important purpose or now I get to decide what makes me happy. And so we get to enjoy the entire journey. And which I think is just so important. It just is. I mean, I, I had a bit of a wake up call. I'd always enjoyed life and doing things, but I was in a corporate role working hard and all the rest of it. And I lost my mum when she was 59 and she was an employee she worked hard all her life. I always made sure she paid all her taxes and all the contributions she had to make. And then, yeah, she died at 59. And her whole life, she'd had two weeks in the summer where she went on holiday and time off at Christmas. And when I retire, I'll do this. And when I retire, I'll do that. And she never did. And we got through paperwork from her pension companies just before she died. And it was like, thanks, but no thanks. And it really gave me a bit of a wake up call to realize that life is short. And I need to do this thing. And it was the, I suppose, the thing that gave me the confidence to take the jump out of the corporate world into running my business so that I could have something flexible where I could spend time with my children growing up and they weren't always in childcare and where I could enjoy life and take holiday and take a day off. I don't work Fridays. I have a day off every week where I get to spend time doing what I want. I never got that in the corporate world. And I just made a change. Um, and I think life has always encouraged me to do that type of thing. But I think I've seen it more and more with my clients and contacts over the last couple of years, where suddenly, you know, there's nothing like seeing people around you disappearing from view to realize that actually you need to get on with living your life yes. and doing those things now. Yeah. Yeah. And you certainly do. You uh, raise alpaca. Yeah. 
Yeah, we've got eight pet alpacas in our garden. We live in the countryside. We've got about four and a half acres of land. And yeah, actually with them, but they are absolutely lovely and they're just so cute. It's just amazing. Their eyes are beautiful. And from what I understand, they're um, pretty, like they're nice creatures. Yeah, they're, they're really quite docile. Yeah, I mean, you can talk to them and you can't really pet them. They, that's not what they like. But yeah, they're just amazing. They've all got their own little personalities and they play and they chase each other around in the field and they'll eat out of your hand. You can feed them carrots and grass pellets and things like that. And yeah, it's it's like that feeling you used to get as a kid when you went to the zoo and you got to feed some deer with a little paper bag, a seed that your parents mm-hmm. bought for you. It's the same sort of thing. You get to get that sort of enjoyment as an adult and it's fun and yeah, I open my curtains and I can see them outside and it makes me smile. Oh, that's beautiful. Claire, thank you so much for joining me. I'd, I'd love for you to come back. Is that something that you enjoy doing? Yeah, no problem at all. It'd be great to carry on chatting. Because I think we have so much more to dig into and to talk about in regards to finances. Definitely. I'm all about bite-sized pieces so that people don't get overwhelmed and can Amen. take action. Exactly. Amen. Money is so scary, and I'm glad you're coming back. Claire, how can people find out more about you? So the best place to find me is Facebook. My name is Claire Sweet, and I've got a Facebook group called It's The Place To Be. It's an amazing place where you can hang out. It's very lighthearted and fun, and yeah, it's a really good place to be. So look for me there. I'm also on Instagram and YouTube, but just Google me and look me up, and there I am. Listeners, I'll put those links in the show notes for you. Claire, thanks a lot. Yeah, this is great. Next week, I talk again with Vince Warnock. We're going to be talking about the entrepreneur's brain's way of saying that you are exactly where you need to be. It's going to be a fantastic episode, folks. So tune in next week. You won't want to miss it. Hey, thanks for listening. I truly hope you got something out of this episode that you can immediately implement in your life or business. If so, one of the easiest ways you can help me is to please rate, review, and follow this podcast. When you do, you help me reach other heart-centered and socially conscious entrepreneurs just like you. By the way, If you are a driven entrepreneur at the top of your game, yet find your consistent successes aren't feeling like you thought they would, I also have a special invitation to share with you, especially if you are ready to go deep and stop the self-doubt, self-sabotage, overwork, overwhelm, exhaustion cycle that is holding you back from experiencing success that truly feels like success. I invite you to book a call with me. We'll have an intimate conversation about you and your business, and we'll talk about what's holding you back from regulating your nervous system, priming yourself for flow, and elevating your emotional intelligence so that your journey of success feels fulfilling and deeply satisfying. If you still need more help at the end of our call, and it makes sense to both of us, we'll talk about what it would look like to work together. If this sounds good to you, click the Book Trina link in the show notes. Thanks again for listening, and stay tuned for next week. And remember, 
बी आसम awesome.